You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right, all right. Hey, everybody, welcome to, to the broadcast. This is When Christian Speak Talk Radio. Amen. I'm one of the hosts on Friday Night Joy. If I had some hands to, to do some praise in the house on Friday Night Joy, I present, amen, I'm with my co-host tonight, um, Sister Veronica Burnett. Amen. And I'm excited about having this young lady, um, young ladies with me today. Amen. Um, our guest today is Maya Figaro Clock, amen. They call her the love expert. We had her on probably about a month ago, and we had a short um, session with her, amen. So today we wanted to give her the full hour, man, because she brought, she brought the house down. <laughs> she brought the house down last time, man. She had me on my toes. Be serious. But anyway... <laughs> But I want to welcome you, uh, Veronica. I want to definitely welcome you, Maya, uh, to uh, with Christmas Speak Talk Radio. And um, I'm excited about our conversation today. Amen. So y'all can go and say hello. Hey, y'all. Hello. 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 <laughs> Amen. So I'm excited. Uh, I do have a – they gave me a topic, man, and uh, it's called Manifesting the Love You Want. I hope I said that right, Veronica. Amen. But um, so we're going to talk about that. So what I want you to do right now for me, okay, if you're listening, this is a live broadcast. So go right now, go tap somebody on the shoulder, go do some social media stuff and let them know uh, to, to tag on, tag this, tag this and come and listen to this broadcast. If you're a couple, if you're married, if you're whatever, we got a lot of different things that we can go over. I don't even think we have enough time, really, but we're going to go over a lot of different things. Amaya, uh, and I'm, again, I'm excited about having her on. If you have a desire to call into the show, you can call in right now. The number is 646-478-0660, 646-478-0660. If you could also listen to that online, if you go to Blog Talk Radio backslash when Christian speak, you'll see us there in bold letter. Amen. I'm broadcasting on Facebook earlier. If anyone had any questions, uh, they wanted to ask you also. Uh, I don't. I haven't gotten any response yet. But I think between myself and Veronica, man, we got probably about two two pages, three pages worth of questions. So. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what we're gonna do right now? I I, I don't want to talk for so much. You know, um, I, I'm just I, I'm just excited for having you on here. You know. I'm excited about having you on there. Yeah, but let's go and open up in prayer, and then uh, we're going to get started with uh, the love expert, Maya Figaro Clark. Amen. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for all that you're doing. We give this broadcast to you. We thank you, God, for the for for, for the expressions of love, but something that we need in this world today, God, all across every area of our life, God, in every nation and in the families, God, all that we need a relationship with, with each other, but more than ever, we need a relationship with you. So we give this broadcast to you and pray that you will come in a heavier way. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen and amen and amen. 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 All right. So let's go ahead and get started. started. Um, I'm going to um, play. Veronica's going to play tag, but with you and everything, so I want Veronica to go ahead and talk a little bit to get started and everything because she's my co-host today. So uh, she's continuing to get her feet, her feet wet, Matt Meyer. So I'm very proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica. Well, good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. Myra, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are so excited about um, tonight's topic, manifesting the love you want. And um, Myra, so that I won't mess up, I want you to tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you got coined the love expert. And then we're going to jump right into what you mean by manifesting the love you want and what we can do. I know it's a loaded question, but go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, as you said, um, my name is Maida Figueroa-Clark, and the truth of the matter is that I, I started out over 10 years ago as being a joy coach, a coach that works with men and women on positive psychology. See, my background is in psychotherapy, and so I'm very fascinated with psychology. And so that's what I went into. And um, and as I was um, doing this coaching, I realized that I needed to do some positive psychology in myself and realizing that my journey in love was one that I was afraid of. And so as I did my journey and was able to really open myself up and manifest my husband and my my current what I call my 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 new my, my new life, right? My current life, um I got an unbelievable amount of calls and as a result I started speaking on relationships and on marriage and on love and what I had done to manifest my husband. And um, I was on a call and someone says, oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Myra, the love expert, just showed up. It was the first time I heard that. And I was like, ooh, I kind of like that. (laughs) I ran with it. So, But I had been speaking on love and and how love starts in the brain and not in the heart and things of that nature. And so that's how I ended up. The love expert. <laughs> okay. So, so you have to say it a certain way too. So it's not just the love expert. It's the love expert. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, um, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Marvin, you said something in in your introduction about being afraid. And um, this past weekend we had a, a conference, a Better Days conference, just as a shameless plug. But we had a great Better Days conference, and you talked about being afraid of love and fright and flight. Why is it that so many people are afraid of it and run from it and sabotage really good relationships okay. because of the fear? Why do you think that is? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> she can't hear you for whatever reason. She, the call just got dropped. All right, that's what's showing in the oh, studio. No. But we're, yeah, we're gonna wait for the call back. Uh, hopefully, Maya for listening. Okay. Uh, the number is six four six 
four seven dish, I think this is her. Yeah, there we go. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all right. Sometimes it, it does that. Um, okay, so Veronica, you have to ask your question again. I mean, go ahead and get started okay. again. Okay, so you had mentioned something in your introduction about being afraid of love, and yeah. um, this weekend you mentioned it again, and you talked about how we uh, are afraid of it, and then there's this fright and flight that comes with um, love. And yeah. I was just wondering if you could tell us why that is that so many people are afraid of it when it's the one thing that we all need and we all um, desire in our lives. And why are we so afraid of it? Yeah, why on why not? I mean, seriously, love is the most craziest thing on earth. It when we fall in love, or I hate the word fall in love, but but when we when our brain is activated in in the whole. Um, love zone, um, our brain is acting as if we were uh, intoxicated or high. So we actually lose our minds, right? Like, <laughs> like we, we lose oh the facility God. that allows us to be who we are, right? And so how mm-hmm. many of us, um, very smart, intelligent, uh, 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 accomplished individuals, successful individuals, we find a man or we find a woman and we, we're doing things that we never in, in a million years thought that we would be doing, right? And that is because our brain is acting as if it, 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 it's on substance, you know? And so you, you lose who you are and you lose who you're, who, what your self is and, and you, start, you stop being cool, right? You start, you're like, well, I used to be real cool, right? You start... You stop being cool and stop being in control, and that's a scary space to be. And so, especially if, if if it's trampled on, especially if your heart is broken, especially if you were used, especially if it wasn't reciprocal, you, you sit in that space of like, oh, crap! I did all this wonderful things and gave my heart, and it got chewed up stepped on and rolled over by a Mack truck. Well, that's not ever going to happen again, right? Like, so never mind. I'm never going to do that again. And so we shut that part of our brain off. So it is this, it's one of the scariest things that we, we have, but it's one of the biggest needs for humans to actually survive. And, and not only just survive, but to thrive is to be in, in, in a loving, reciprocal, healthy relationship. That is really where our self-actualization begins. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for that. So you say it starts in the brain. Um, yeah. How is that? Can you explain that to us? Yeah. Are you guys ready? I'm going to make everyone here a little psychologist. Right, so here's what happens. <laughs> here's what happens to um, our brain is that um, <clears throat> we have this part of our brain. It's the most, it's the most primitive part of our brain, and it is the amygdala, and it's it's the it's on the bottom stem. Um, and if you if you touch your neck on the back of your neck, it's that little like indent indentation, like and your 
skull and your neck, right, that it's kind of in there, you know, if you think about it. And it's, and it's one of the first things that's developed when you're in your mother's womb. And that right there tells you when you are in danger and it, it shuts everything off. It allows adrenaline to run through your body. It, it makes sure that your, your pupils are dilated. It allows you to run. It allows you to hide. It allow, I mean, your heartbeat starts running. You know, like this is when you are like in a forest and you're being chased by a lion or a bear. That amygdala comes in like a champ. You know, she's the best thing that's happened that's what you need, right? And so when wow. you're in danger, it, it jumps in and it, it tells you what to do. And some of us have different responses just by nature, uh, just by our DNA, sometimes intergenerational nature, right? So that's a whole nother segment. But just to give you a segment, a little a little taste of it, intergenerational trauma means that what your great 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 grandmother has gone through it still runs through your own veins. This is why they say, you know, like Adam and Eve, right? And they say like Eve is afraid of snakes. They they say that those who are daughters of Eve will be fearful of snakes, no? And so because it runs through our DNA, so that's a whole that's intergenerational trauma that kinda of holds in our DNA. Wow. That's wow. Low wow. mind. Okay. Wow. But you're right, you know, like Eve is in running through our brain. Our, our, okay, anyways. So, but here's what happens, right? Our brain, although it's amazing, it's not very smart. No pun intended. It doesn't know the difference between physical danger and emotional danger. It acts the same way. And our reactions is one of three things. It's either fight, like I'm going to fight this bear down. I'm going to get this branch. I'm going to, I have my knife that I sharpened. sharpened. I'm going to fight it. Or it's flight. I'm going to run and outrun this bear as fast as I can. Or it's fright. Okay, if I'm freeze and I act dead, it won't kill me, right? So those are our three responses. And the word of psychology, we just call it fright, flight, or fight, right? Those are our three responses. But, again, our brain is just responding to danger, whether it's physical or emotional. And if you've been hurt and if you've been trampled on and if love has not been an area of success, when you begin the journey again of going into dating and, and, and start liking someone and someone is liking you, our brain goes, oh, no, danger, danger, and you go into one of these modes. You either start picking a fight for no reason to sabotage the relationship or you become avoiding and you just avoid everything that's wrong about the relationship. He's like, oops, if, if he doesn't. If he doesn't call me, I ain't gonna call him. If if she doesn't if she doesn't say this, I'm not gonna say that. Right? It's avoidance, right? That 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 mm-hmm. kind of like freeze or what we call fright. Or it's the flight. It's like, oh I'm getting dodged out of town. No, 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 no. I don't want this man. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes, he's nice. Sure he looks good. Right, he smells right. I know he drives the right car, but this is too scary. And your brain says, Run! Get 
danger. Because it doesn't know the difference. Wow. Well, I'm I'm so glad. I'm sorry. Do you have a question, Ray? Um. Well, yeah, but go ahead. Finish it, then I'll, I'll come in after you then. Oh, okay. Well, I'm so okay. glad that you brought up um, when someone hasn't uh, had success in relationships. So what do you say to that man or that woman who has not had success um, and they really want this love in their life? What do they do? Like what's the first step to starting over and maybe they want something different, you know, yeah. because everything that they've tried in the past just has not worked. It led to the ending of relationships or yeah. whatever. And they want to they want to try again. Uh, or maybe they're afraid yeah. of trying, but deep down in their heart because, you know, that's there, even though they are, um, what's the word, denying it. But it's in their heart and they really want it. What do they do? Like what's the first step of getting past the fear and actually – visualizing, and then getting to manifesting. Yeah. So, Veronica, I have a program that I take um, many of my women through, and it's six pillars of manifesting the love that you desire and deserve. And the first step is recognizing your obstacles, right? Because you don't know what you don't know until you figure out what you don't know, right? And many times we want something, but we don't know what's stopping us or why we're stuck. So the first step is always like this, like what is holding you back? No, no, no. What is really holding you back? Not that your ex is holding you back or not that you feel like you're not the right weight or that you really want to get out of debt or or all of these other, well, let me accomplish one more thing. Well, let me run one more rap marathon. Or, or, oh, no, well, let me get out of debt one more week, right? All that, right? All that stuff, that's not what's really holding you back. It's really recognizing those obstacles that are standing in your way that is telling you you will never get love. You don't deserve to be loved. You're going to run anyway. You're a cheater by nature. He's going to cheat on you, right? All of that is really figuring out what is it? What's really holding you back? That's always the first step. And then once you get that first step, then you got to change your mindset. Then that's when that, when that brain work happens. That's when that thought work happens. That's when that switcheroo happens, where you switch your negative thoughts to your with your positive thoughts. So the unworthiness becomes worthiness. The ug- the ugliness becomes beauty. Your 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 all your mess and all the the shame and all the regret becomes your gold and your silver and your gems. I think we can use that in, in so many areas of our lives, just changing our mindset and mm-hmm. changing how we view a thing, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is. And, and then mm-hmm. love definitely just changing what it looks like and changing that tape in your head mm-hmm. about what it was like in the past and not comparing 
Um, because mm-hmm. we do that. We compare this person to the next person, this situation to the next situation. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you continue doing that, then how do you even move to the next level and, and find something different when you keep looking for the same thing in your mind? Yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely changing your mindset is very important. Yeah, and our mind does that. Like, if you think about, like, what you wear, like, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but for me, like, I've gone shopping, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this. This is so cute. Oh, I'm definitely going to buy it. And then I buy it, and I throw it in my closet, mm-hmm. and it looks very similar to something I bought two years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Because we, we, right, we're attracted to the same thing over and over and over again. we got to push ourselves out of our mm-hmm. own comfort zone. Comfortability mm-hmm. is human nature. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. learning something new and unknown is scary. Of course right. it is. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Of course. So, yeah. Um, again, though, we, you know, a lot of the things that you are saying make so much sense, uh, even um, from my perspective also. And I'm, and I'm listening to you. And um, I, Veronica had talked, and I had talked before. We came with all these different questions, and one of the questions that I had was, uh, "What steps I need?" And you, I think you started uh, beginning to start talking about it already. What steps are needed to find a good uh, mm-hmm. woman or wife or, or husband or or relationship? You know, what are the steps mm-hmm. that are needed? What do a, a person need to do to present themselves? And, and I'm no, I guess I'm more or less talking from a man because the Bible also says that a man that finds a good, finds a wife, finds a, you know, so I'm looking from that, more from that perspective. What do we yeah. need to do with men? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, similarly as I was saying, it's like recognizing what is really holding you back from okay. getting there. And then once you recognize it, it's changing that mindset. Once you change that mindset, here's where magic starts to happen. Because then you have to really start looking into yourself and figuring out how to deeply love yourself. Whether you're a man or a woman, how do you care and love for yourself? Because the Bible says, love yourself as your neighbor. Right. It doesn't say it doesn't say love your neighbor better than yourself. It says as, right? <laughs> as. It says as. Yeah. And so so many of us we will give and give, especially Christians, we will give and give it. Oh our neighbor's sick, we got the soup going. You know, we we oh we you need a ride to your doctor's appointment. We cancel all our appointments to take our neighbor to their appointment. And what I mean neighbor, I mean any neighbor at your friend or church or at work or a physical neighbor or an old friend. We start canceling things and moving things around. We give advice and we push people and and we admonish people and we, we cheer people on and all of those things. But where is the love for thyself? Mm. What are you cheering you on? When are you taking care of your health? When was the last time you had a full physical? When was the last time you went to the dentist's appointment and got your teeth cleaned? How about prostate and 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 uh, uh, mammogram? 
When was that last time? Are you up to date? Yeah. That's loving thyself. Well, yeah. Go ahead. You first. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, because I was thinking, I said that a lot of times um, many of us don't really know how to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and, um, if, and if we don't know how to love ourselves, how can we possibly mm-hmm. love someone else? You know, and we do, as, and especially as believers, we do have a tendency to want to give, 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 you yeah. know, but not really taking care of ourselves. I know that in the past I've definitely been guilty of that, uh, that I would do for other yeah. people first more so than I would do for myself. Uh, yeah. But things are beginning to change around a little bit. <laughs> Good. Change around for that a little bit and stuff like that. Um, um, and while we're talking about that, another thing, question that I had is, uh, what advice would you give to an unmarried couple that is struggling with sex temptation? You know, an unmarried couple mm. that maybe plan on getting married down the line or future or whatever, but they're struggling with that. They are attracted to each other. But he's, you know, they, especially from a Christian, of course, from a Christian perspective or any perspective, you know, they don't want to commit or do anything until they actually yeah. uh, go across the aisle. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Lord calls us to be pure, right? right. Um, and, and and the temptation is so there. Uh, I know my husband and I, when we were dating, the temptation, while we, <laughs> and if I could be completely transparent, I really put a lot of my own, um, what's the word, my self-worth into how I looked physically. Okay. So to have my husband be completely pure with me, I would have mixed feelings. Like, is he not attracted to me? Am I ugly? Does he want me? Is this going to work unless we figure this part out? And Satan was really playing with my head. And I would try to seduce him. Because I wanted to know that I was beautiful. Like that he thought of me beautiful. Like, yeah, it was obvious he was attracted to my brain and he really loved my walk with God. But yeah, 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 whatever. As a woman who was not brought up in the church, I got a lot of my worth from the way men looked at me, if that makes sense. And so I would say to that couple is where are you getting your worth? Where are you getting your worth? And that's where you got to kind of sit and meditate and figure that piece out. And then there's some obvious things that you need to put up is boundaries. I always look at boundaries as being fences. You know, like I own a home and we have a fence. And that fence is not to to um, block anyone out uh, because there's a door on some sides of the fence. So you could come into the side, you could come into the back, right? But who monitors that door or that little swing gate, if you will? I do. So, Having a fence says it's on my terms. So right now, you could only be on this side of the fence. And we can't cross that. It's a safeguard. 
It doesn't mean that we'll never cross it. It just means for now. Right. So some of the boundaries that I put up with my husband and I, well, he really did, is that we wouldn't be together um, alone for longer than an hour. We didn't okay. travel um, alone on a plane or, or ship or even a car unless we have other people with us. You know, so we 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 didn't stay in our in in our homes or apartments with the door closed and you know watching a movie all dark and cozy with under a blanket. Boy, that's just a recipe, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're just setting the mood, right? And so we made sure that there were certain things we put in place. The other thing is that our engagement was six months. We had the okay. quickest engagement you could think of. We were like, okay, yes, I say I do. Now let's start playing. The, let me get my fitting done. And the only reason it was six months and not three months is because the place we wanted it wasn't available in the time we wanted it. But, yeah, engagements when you're over 25 should not be two-year engagement when right. you are trying to keep pure and abstinent. It doesn't make any right. sense. Right, mm-hmm. but actually, that was that was, that was, you must be in my note. That was was my next question: Is there a limit on how long a couple should date before marriage? You know, because I do know people that that are date for two years or whatever or whatever and stuff like that, and um, then they get married. But I also know people that they've been dating for three months and then they go in there now, you know, and like that. So, but that was basically yeah. <laughs> you just answered my next question with that. Amen. Um, uh, I have one more question, then I'm going to turn it back over to Veronica. Uh, when kids are involved, how should two people that are interested as a couple perceive when their kids are involved? Slowly. Okay. <laughs> Slowly and cautiously and discreetly. I think, you know, children, mm-hmm. regardless of their age, whether they're two or 22, it's very difficult for children to see their parents with someone else unless they know without a shadow of a doubt that this person is going to be kind to their parent. And mm-hmm. so it's important that you, as the adult, as the parent, work that out. So, yes, slowly and discreetly and very, very maturely. So having really open conversations about children, about blending families, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's extremely important. And if you notice that the other party is unable to have these adult conversations, that should be a red flag. That should be not mm-hmm. a red flag. It should be neon sign. There should be a goal, mm-hmm. a, a finger that's going, go, 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 go. You get out of town <laughs> because, mm-hmm. seriously, if they can't have a conversation about, hey, I have two kids, the father is involved. How do you feel about, you know, him picking, you know, our children up, you know, in 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 my home on in Friday and dropping them off on Sunday? If he cannot have a good, mature conversation on questions like that, then I mean, there's no need for you to keep going on. Right. You know, we, I, I had a client who, who unfortunately his wife died of cancer, but he had her name tattooed on his back. 
Oops. And the woman that, yeah, well, you know, it happens, right? People tattoo names all the time. Mm-hmm. And so the mm-hmm. woman who, and of course when he wore a bathing suit or they were out on the beach or anything like that, you could see. And then, they, you know, it wasn't similar. It wasn't like her name was Mary and the name was Maria. It was not, it was no similarity to the name. Right. And so right. they, you know, she, the one, she, the woman he was dating at the time, Asked him if he could remove the name, and so he he was one of my clients. He said, "Do you think that's appropriate?" And I said, "Well, why is her name on your back?" He said, "Because that that's the mother of my children. That's the love of my life." And he's like, "So I asked him what would be what what would it be for you to remove that?" He was like, "It doesn't make any sense. It's nonsense. She still lives in my heart." I said, "Well, oh. I think you made, you made up your mind." Right. Yeah, that's that's you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's wow. and, you know, these are conversations yeah. you need to have. Right. Exactly. You know, this is re- this is reality. Mm-hmm. You know, Mara, I think the one thing that um not one thing, but one of the things that we have a hard time with in um dating is talking about those hard topics and having those yeah. challenging conversations because we want so badly for the other part. Like, we may really, really want to be in a relationship, but that's yeah. one topic altogether. But then yeah. you can't be afraid to have these hard conversations and mm. really share the answer that the other person is giving and accept yeah. that. But we we gloss over it and say, oh, okay, well, I heard the answer, but and that's okay. And in and, and your spirit, it doesn't resonate well. It doesn't step mm-hmm. well with you. But you keep on going anyway because you just want this person or some person in your life. Can you speak to the person who just wants to be loved? And I know you talked about loving yourself first, but what if that person doesn't know how to love? themselves and if you don't know how to love yourself how can you tell someone else or show someone else how to love you other than just accepting everything yeah that's the biggest thing here is that honestly I you know there was one of my clients who came in and she was like he don't want this and he don't want that and I'm sorry if he's not gonna do that I ain't gonna be with him you know, she, you know how we get. I'm, I'm saying we because okay. I've been there, right? I, I've yeah. literally been there. And I said to her, how dare you? How dare you put demands on him when you yourself do not accept yourself fully? How dare mm-hmm. you say he better accept me at this weight and he better accept me with this attitude when you yourself Self, don't accept you. Mm-hmm. And it stopped her in her tracks. And I think that is where we need to slow ourselves down. And, and we can't teach someone to love us if we ourselves don't know how we deserve to be loved. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and teach them that. And not in an arrogant way, and not in a way that that is finger shaking, hip going, in just a mm-hmm. very natural way of no, no I, I'm sorry, 
I will not go out with you after you sit me up three times. Or, no, I, you know, I, I watched one of these shows, what is it called, The the Red Table with Jada um, right. and Will Smith, and right. there was an episode, I don't remember the name of it, but it was an episode with him there, and I don't know if there's many episodes that Will is actually at that table. And um, mm-hmm. and he speaks on, or they speak on, a time when they were dating. And, you know, his story there, there's, was a little complicated. He was with his, his, his uh, wife, and, and Jada came in, and, you know, he was attracted to her, and then suddenly his wife left him, and now he's available. So here we go. And so they were together at a public party, and um, and she cursed him out about something. And he hit her with newspaper on the head. And he said, can I see you in the room? And she's like, no, he didn't just slap me with some newspaper. I know he just didn't just slap me with newspaper and went into the room. And he said, if you ever curse in our relationship again, it is over. I've only been cursed at all of my life. And I cannot handle being in a relationship where someone's always cursing. Uh-huh. And then she's like, and she cursed there. I don't know what she said, but she cursed in that instant. And he's like, okay, it's it's over. And she got all teary-eyed, and she's like, you could break up with me because I said bleep? And he's like, you don't understand. I can't handle it. So Will had gone through his journey understanding that this is not how he wants to be loved. That cursing couldn't be part of his love story. And he was Mm -hmm. willing to, to relinquish, break up, and lose everything in his relationship with Jada just because she cursed. Wow. And he was and saying so true they, to himself. He was saying true to himself because mm-hmm. he knew that that is not what he wanted in his love story. I tell my women all the time, create your own love story. The love story you want, look, everyone's love story looks different, but you can't grab Jada Pinkett's love story. You can't grab Oprah Winfrey's love story. You can't grab anyone else's love story but your own. And the only way you could grab it is by understanding how you deserve to be loved. You, mm-hmm. Pastor Ray, mm-hmm. Veronica, personally, how, what, what, how you are receiving love, Pastor Ray, is not the way I receive it. Right. right. And if you don't know that, you can't teach that to someone else. And that's where the dysfunction comes. Look, last night, yesterday, uh, my children have been sick with the stomach flu on and off all week. It's been like a hard week, right? And my right. daughter says to me, well, I, I picked her up from they They go to school in Northwest. We're in the middle of traffic trying to get home. And, um, and we're in the middle of, and it's raining. You remember yesterday it was raining like, like, it was almost like a rainstorm. We were going through you know, Noah's flood or something. And so we're driving through, and she goes, Mommy, I have to use the bathroom. And I go, okay. 
Well, long story short, she said it three times. Then she finally said, I really need to go. I tried to stop in two or three places. They didn't have any available bathrooms. I finally found a fast food bathroom. When I went to help her pull down her pants, it was diarrhea. So I'm in a public bathroom trying to clean her up. All of this stuff. It is raining outside. It is all of these, you know, traffic, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we finally got back in the car. I'm wrapping her up in her own little poncho. We get home. I put her to take a bath. My husband gets home, and he's, are you okay? I said, no, I'm not okay. And I start venting everything, everything that just happened. And then you didn't answer the phone, and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and traffic, and I can't handle this. And, you know, I'm just venting, right, because that's what I do. And so he, as an amazing man that he is, he mirrored everything that I said, which is a technique that he and I have learned through our own counseling sessions. And he said, I hear that you're upset, and I could see that this is angering you, and, I, I, and I'm so sorry that you, this is what you're doing, and I'm so sorry I didn't, I didn't answer your phone call, and la, 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 and he said, babe, it's not your fault. I totally forgive you. And then he said, come here. And I said, if you are trying to give me a hug, I don't want to hug. <laughs> right? Because physical touch is not my love language. So mm. I guess I'm frustrated, but that's not how I want to be loved right now. I want the dishes yeah. done or steak made or pour me a half a glass of wine, but I don't want to be hugged. And so he's wow. like, yes. I, and he said, I got to keep remembering that because that's what he wants. He has a rough day. He wants to vent, and he wants yeah. me to give him a hug. I don't want to give a hug. So, Myra. Yes. So you said something very important. Mm-hmm. You said that that's not the way that you wanted to be loved. And what yeah. I have found in just talking to other married couples and people in relationships, that they don't always know what their love language is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Shame and what they them. do is they love someone the way they want to be loved, but exactly. not necessarily finding out what it is and how to love that other person. And exactly. it goes right back to if you don't know yourself, then how can you tell someone else? But also, if you're not paying attention to yeah. how this person receives love, then you're like, you're butting heads, you're going to always you're not going to be able to figure out how to really love and care for that person in their distress time like you had or in mm-hmm. their sad time. Like, for me, I, I need you to just talk to me and and listen to me talk. Yes. And, and I like someone to hold my hand. or And, and I'm good with hugs. I really am. Mm-hmm. But my mother, yeah, on the other hand, my mother doesn't need you to hug her. She, she just wants you to be quiet and listen to her and then say you understand. That's <laughs> and, me. And affirmations, you know. But, but everybody, we don't know. And so in learning yourself, learning how to love yourself, when you get to another level in, in, in showing someone else how to love you, I think that's really, really key for us to, to know that. Um, and just I think it comes with spending time with yourself and paying attention, yes. going all the way back to when you were a child. What is it that you really needed? Like, I needed hugs. Yes. And, and and I see that my daughter is like, I need you to tell me that you love me. Mm-hmm. And she will say it a hundred times before she falls asleep. She'll say it on the way to school. She'll say it just out the blue. I love you. I love you. I love you. And you need to reciprocate that to her because that's what she needs. 
to hear, right. to know that she's loved. But some people don't pay attention to that. So mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really key that you, you shared that with us. Um, Pastor Ray, right. you got anything? You have another question because I can keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I want to continue to talk about uh that what my what you was talking about was that your way of love is to go wash the dishes that kind of thing. Uh, personally, mm-hmm. I think I, with me and my ex, I think I fell into that trap that didn't understand <laughs> she was my dad <laughs> because I was one. I'll come and let me hug you or whatever, you know, uh, you know, let me bring you flowers, and she didn't. Mm-hmm. No, that won't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't you know, work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, high, high, twenty twenty, of course. High, so you look at it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and 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 I think with me and probably with a lot of men, a lot of times we know what what things that will work with the person that we're with, uh, especially after you have been with them for a while. But when we we begin to stuck on the way that we want to do it, you know, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, the way we want to do it, yeah, yeah, you need a hug. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You need a no, hug. I, no, I don't need a hug. <laughs> And that just makes matters worse. <laughs> yep, I don't need you force hugging somebody that don't want to be hugged, which is which is not good. <laughs> right. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, so but, um, those, I mean, some, those some, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, those are some things that I I, I picked up. I don't mind sharing um, um, now. Uh, there was a time that I wouldn't be able to share, <laughs> but thank mm-hmm. God for grace <laughs> and growth, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But um, so now when I, um, you know, I have to look at things um, totally different and, and, and figure out that love language, because as a man, you know, we didn't go for that. I mean, I'm, I'm probably older. Than, well, I know I'm older than both of you guys, but we didn't do that. We like. Love language. I ain't doing that. Right. <laughs> we, you know, yep. we, we grew up. I we, the way I grew up. We grew up that man was supposed to be manly man and macho and hey, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you do. You know that kind of routine. And we because there was no one to teach us about marriage like that. So we learned from watching other people. You know, yep. uh, and everything. We would learn from watching other people, or, or unfortunately watching TV, which was. I was crazy. gonna say that, or watching TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So, um, but now, uh, as a as a minister, what I try to tell couples is that you we, we you you need some real counseling before you, and not just don't use the same toupee, so not, none of that kind right. of stuff, but some real counseling before you get married. Um, real quick, I do have, we're running short on time again, but we, <laughs> I do have a question <laughs> um, for you. And this gonna, it's, probably, it's somewhat funny, but it's not funny, amen, um, but this is a, my mother, God, I love her, is over 80 years old, and she wants to date. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Mom <Mild> is <and> for it. <laughs> you know, eighty oh, years old, it. she wants to date. She's able to get around, and and of course, she has four boys and one daughter. But the four boys are like, ugh. <laughs> so no. what advice? Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give the boys? Because just say that as a, if I want to be happy, then I should want my mother to be happy too. You know, and I know that, right. but it's mom. <laughs> so, what advice do you give? So, isn't that something, Pastor Ray? Uh, can I ask you how old you are? 
Oh, I'm I'm sixties. But do you see that? Do you see that even at sixty, you're still her son, and you're like, what? No. <laughs> What man is coming into my mama's life? No, back up. Right? You know, even at this, you know, like you're a a man, you're mature, you're a career man, you're a minister, you know, all of those things. And still, and this is important to to really hear this because it's important to hear it and to accept it. It's okay to feel like that's my mama. And I want to make sure that she's okay, right? Well, right, here's right. the advice is that have those conversations with your mom and be very transparent and decide to say things like, Mom, it kind of scares me that <laughs> someone is going to come and I, I would like for me to meet him or or can I be part of this process or or right. you know, can I can I help out somehow? Right. You know, but being transparent is gonna right. put everything into the light. But yeah. if they don't negate that feeling and don't try to re, you know, right, suppress it, it's real. Right, right. It is it's what real. It is. Yeah, and uh, the good thing that I like about my relationship with my mother is that we talk. You know, we uh, have these serious conversations, and uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 of course, I'd be joking like, "Well, I'm going to do background checks. I'm going to be, I'm be <laughs> I want to know how many kids he got that he says are his and that are not his. You know, where he been for the last umpteen years, and why now? <laughs> <laughs> and why now?" Jack? Yeah, I want to know yes, what the name yes. they call you in the street. <laughs> right, you exactly, know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, we had we have had a several conversation, and of course, um, you know, it, it took for me. It took a while for me to get used to her saying that to us. You know, especially the boys. The, 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 my sister don't have didn't have, don't have a problem with it, but the boys, man, it's like, mm mm We 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 locking you up, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> We locking you up, you know, and everything. Um, so that was that was that was. I thought it was funny, but now, um, like I said, we have all talked about it. The main thing is for her to be happy, you know, or to you know, um, to be in that kind of relationship that she desire too, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where we at. I'm dealing with it. I'm not suppressing it, believe it or not. But I'm like, okay, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, breathe steps. through it. <laughs> huh? Breathe, breathe. Breathe, right? Yeah, breathe through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know. But um, um, I, I think uh, Veronica, you got any more questions? Um, I just wanted one thing. I wanted to ask Myra if you could give us really quickly, like two or three points to help us in starting the journey to manifesting the love we want. I know I don't think we got all the way to the topic, but right, right. just tell us a few to- a few tips that we can take with us tonight and then um, tell us how we can find you and what you have coming up next. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a few tips is um, one 
of, of course, all the things that I said before is recognizing your personal obstacles, really changing your mindset and loving yourself. But the others mm-hmm. are, it's respecting that process and understanding mm-hmm. that this is a journey and really enjoying mm-hmm. this journey. And um, and another one is number five would be, would be, you know, be with like-minded people. You know, don't mm-hmm. do this alone. You weren't born alone. You know, you weren't hatched somewhere in some bush, right? Um, and so the same way it took all of these people to get you into this world, it's the same thing that it, when you are in this journey, pull people into your journey that are like-minded, that respect love, that respect God, that respect people, right? And and so when you're going through this journey and you're feeling this and you're feeling that, you have a circle, you have a tribe that you can go, oh, I don't know if I can continue to do this. It's too hard. You know, or I think I met him and I need you to vet him out. Please check him out, <laughs> right? And so you need that circle of like-minded people that are going to join in with you. And, you know, mm-hmm. lastly, it's like don't be afraid anymore. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. of getting hurt because you know you could bounce back. Right. right? And, you know, in order end. for you to ride a bike, you had to fall a few times, but you now could ride a bike. And, yeah, you may have some mm-hmm. scars on your knees, but you could ride mm-hmm. a bike. Right. Thank you, Myra. Now, how can we find you and how can people work with Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ray. No, no, you could. Go. We we should probably do it also. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I just wanted you to tell us how we can find you and how. Yeah, so um, I am on all social media, which is uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, as Mida the Love Expert, and that's M A Y. R.A., the love expert. I'm all over social media. And so you could just inbox me and find me or anything. You can also email me as Maida, the love expert at gmail.com, which is a nice way also to get in touch with me or one of my team members. And um, I'm actually um, about to have a, a, a free webinar coming up in okay. uh, three weeks. And um, and it's about it, – it, the webinar will go – into details with these six pillars, and of course, I give a free gift at the end. So I would love if everyone would just get in touch with me, um, either through email or social media, and I will send them the link. And it's a free webinar on you know six pillars of manifesting the love you desire, okay. and it would go into deeper on each and every one of these pillars. Right. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, what we want to do with it, when you uh, get that ready, just send us uh, a link, and we'll definitely share it on our, share it on our media um, sites also. Wonderful. Okay. Amaya, okay. uh, as you as said, I really totally enjoyed you, you know, and, and everything. <laughs> um, you are uh, uh, um, God said at this time. Um, I do have another question. But I well, I have time, and the question is this: What do you feel? This is asking your personal opinion. How you feel about uh, a man or a woman dating somebody that's much younger than they are? So it depends on their age. 
Okay. Um, so if they're 25 and they're dating someone who's 15, I would have raised eyebrows and some concern. <laughs> right, right, of course. But if, <laughs> right. if they're 55 and they're dating someone who's 40, uh, why not? All right. Why okay. not? Yeah. You know, I, so, I, I think it's important to understand that, that there, there is a certain point where you are both mature individuals and you and you have to, Again, as I said earlier, respect the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. I was just curious, you know, because I know that uh, a lot of, I know that men have a tendency as they get older to want to date younger women. And um, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of, you know, that's one of the, Chris, one of the questions I have, have out there. And, and, you know, maybe older women want to date younger men. I don't know. But, uh, I think that there's something that we uh, probably need to just get uh, get some information from you. But anyway, um, I thank you again. Uh, thank you, Veronica. You guys have been off the chain as as always. Uh, Maya, <laughs> you, you have an open invitation, man. You know, anytime. Thank uh, you. You know, to come on and everything like that. And uh, I just I really enjoyed everything. I I, I want to hear more, so I'm looking forward to the webinar. Uh, and from the other workshops and things that you'll be doing. And I'm looking forward to a mm-hmm. book because it sounds like you got a book in you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. I mean, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like there's a book in you. So what I want to do is that I want to pray for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, before I pray for you, I want you to give us your contact information one more time and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, So all um, social media... It's uh, Mayra, the love expert, at, at Facebook and Instagram. You can just inbox me, or you can email me at Mayra, the love expert, at gmail.com. And I also have a website, which is my name, MayraFigueroaClark.com. Amen. All right. Now, Veronica, I also know that you're a very busy person. I don't know whether you have any anything um, else coming up, any activities or uh, conferences or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, but go ahead. <laughs> um, well, I don't have the date just yet for the vision board um, meetup, but that's going to be in April. Um, mm. I'm looking at the 27th, but um, I'll put that out there soon. But you can find me at veronicaburnett.com, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Veronica B. Speaks or Veronica underscore Burnett. You can find me by my name everywhere. And okay. then you'll see flyers everywhere about the Vision Board meetup, which I'm really excited about. Right. That's awesome. Now, for, for those that don't know, Veronica is the uh, the founder of Better Days Conference, which uh, deals with a lot of different. Uh, she does have a lot of workshops and things like that. And I want you guys to get in contact with her. I do know Veronica uh, will be with Apostle Shirley Jones on the first Monday on eight in April. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, on 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 Life Plan. So she would be a guest. With we're keeping her busy, um, Maya. <laughs> she will be a guest with Apostle Shirley uh, then. Mm-hmm. So again, we're excited. What I'm the way I'm going to do this. I want to have a prayer for you, uh, Maya, and I, I'm going to ask Veronica, Veronica to close this up out if she don't mind. But I just feel the need to have a prayer for you and your family. Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Okay. Father God, we come today again to say thank you.
We say thank you, God, for your grace and for your mercy, for your love, for your long-suffering, for your understanding, for the trials, for the tests, for the tribulation, God, for every tear, for every joy, God, for everything that has ever come in our past, God, we glorify your name, God. So today, God, we come in and present ourselves to you. And say, come and have your way in our life, God. Today, God, we yes, come and say, present ourselves to you and come and speak your oracles and mystery to us, Lord Jesus. Yes, we Lord. thank you for Maria, God. We thank you for the vision and the, the instructions and the, the dreams that you have given her, God, that would affect so many people, that would teach men and women yes. the true meaning of relationship, the true meaning of love, God. We thank you, God. That yeah, it might have came through some tears, and may, yes, it might have came through some breakups, and it might have came through, through some confusion, God. But she has come, mm-hmm. God, and you're not finished with it yet. But she has coming, becoming as pure gold for you to be, for she to be used as your purpose that you have planned for her on this earth. Okay. We pray that you begin to open up even more doors for her, God. We pray, God, that you would send people her way, God, that would lift her up on the right, the right and lift her up on the left. We pray, God, that you would give her an understanding, Lord Jesus, of your scripture, of your word, God. Show her the allegories and the mystery, God, that have not yet been revealed, God. So she began to use those things to be to be able to teach and to be able, God, to preach and be able to love, God, and show people that what you are all about. We thank you, God, for for the gifts and talents that are in her, God. Things that she didn't even know that have not come to pass, God, that have been birthed in here right now, even as we speak. Things that are in her, Lord Jesus, that you are stirring up in the middle of her soul, God. We thank you for that book, God, that is coming forth, God, in her, that works out that book, God, that passion, Lord Jesus, that will do well, God, that will remind people about relationships and what it is and why we are even here. We thank you in advance, God. We pray for her her husband, her family, her children, every single person that she's attached to, from job, from, from even at church, God. We pray for a special, gifted, united favor upon her life like never, ever before. We pray that you will open up windows and windows and more windows of heaven, uh, of heaven, God, that will pour into her life, Lord Jesus, that she will be a blessing not only to herself and to her family, but also to those that are in need. We pray, God, that she, Lord Jesus, and her, what she represents and the teaching, God, will go from the north and from the south and to the east mm-hmm. and to the west. We pray even, God, that this will even begin to prick those that are overseas, that are listening, God, mm-hmm. no matter what country they might be in, God. We know that you have great things in store for her, so continue to bless her and they're coming, and they're coming in and they're going out. Continue to allow mm-hmm. no weapon formed against her of any kind mm-hmm. to prosper against her. I can continue, God, to, to keep the wolves and the, the, the wolves at bay and allow the enemy to know that he can't have her or anything that she has, but you have attached her to be. And, and whatever mm-hmm. prompting and blessing that you have in store, God, we pray right now that she will receive it. That she will mm-hmm. receive it to the point of saying, Abba, Father. That she will receive that she will say, God, I glorify your name. God, I magnify you because you looked at me while I was yet in my mother's womb and called me into existence. Wow, God, you didn't even say I wasn't a thought. You knew my ups, you knew her ups, her downs, her tears, her frowns, you knew every single thing that would take place in her life. And you have brought her to such a time as this. 
Continue, Lord, to support her. Continue to give her dreams and visions. Wake her up with a desire to seek out for the things of you, to open up the understanding of, of you, Lord Jesus, so that she can teach mm. others. We thank you in advance for her husband that is standing by her side. We pray, God, mm. that if there be any private prayers that they have that don't know what else know about itself to them, that you would grant mm-hmm. and come and see about yeah. them, God. Keep their okay. kids and their children and loved ones safe from any harm, mm-hmm. God. Protect them as always. Wrap your arms around mm-hmm. them. Lord Jesus, kiss them on the forehead. Put a ring on their mm-hmm. finger. And put, uh, uh, put what are your, 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 uh, a rope upon their shoulders. We pray that you would do, like, Lord Jesus, like, 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 like all the others, God, that you will hold out yourself to say, come, my child, you belong to me. We pray for a special anointing like never before to begin to operate in life. The every words you speak will begin to break yokes and tear down strongholds, God. The words that comes out of her, oh, God, it would even amaze her, God, because she would realize it's not her, but it's you, God, speaking, speaking, Amen. speaking, and speaking. We thank you in advance for her, Lord Jesus. We thank you in advance for her. We thank you in advance for Veronica, God. You, you already know what she desires. We do give you this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Lord God, we just want to thank you for this opportunity, God, to speak to your people all over this world, God. We thank you, God, for the opportunity and the words that you've given us, the visions that you've given us, and that we are obedient to your word, God. Most of all, Lord, we want to thank you for the greatest gift, your love, God, and we want to thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus, here to die for our sins. That is the greatest act, God. We thank you, God. We bless your name. And, Lord, I pray, God, a special blessing over the life of Reverend Ray and for all of those that are attached to him, God, mm-hmm. all of those who are on this one, um, where Christian speaks radio, God, everyone that is attached to him, God, prosper him and multiply everything that you've given him and everything mm-hmm. that he's given out, mm-hmm. God. Bless Myra and her family and all those that are attached, God. We just ask you, God, to just be with us, protect us, guide us, lead us, and direct us, God. We ask, God, that you would continue to give us the vision, protect the vision, and then manifest it like only you can, God. We thank you, God, for everything, and we love you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, my sisters. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. I gotta go back and listen to this again, Amen. And, yes, um, you send me the recording. I want to listen to it too. <laughs> amen, Amen. So listen, everyone. If again we're about to end the broadcast, but you can listen to the broadcast in its entirety, probably about twenty minutes on Blog Talk Radio or on our website whenchristianspeak.com. dot com. Again, I want to thank uh, uh, Veronica Burnett, man. You know, thank you, Maya Figaro Clock, man. See, I got it right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I got it right, but uh, I want to thank you so much. Um, you are God saying thank you for what God has poured into you, that you have poured into the listeners. Amen. And one thing I want to uh, recognize real quick for those that are listening um, in the different countries, right? Well, our listening basis in 140 some different countries. Amen. So this is international. <laughs> you know, this Amen. Is international. What you have spoken is international. And so, so wherever you are, wherever you are, no. 
that God loves you. He desires nothing but the mm-hmm. best of you. Keep on praying. Keep on praising him. Keep on worshiping him. Mm-hmm. Amen. And um, all of us together say God bless you and we love you. Thank you again, Meyer. Thank you again, Veronica. God bless y'all. Okay. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, uh, real quick, I just want to let everybody know about upcoming broadcast. There's History by the Grace on Tuesday with Minister Vanessa Williams at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. with Pastor Paul Morgan. Declaring the finished work with Reverend Pat Randers is Thursday at 12 noon. Of course, I do Friday Night Joy. Amen. At 7 p.m. Bread of Life is on Sundays the 1st. And this fourth Sunday with myself at 7 p.m., our monthly broadcast is, is our fo- uh, follows Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. It's every first Monday. In fact, the first Monday in, in April, um, um, uh, dare I say Pastor Veronica Bonnet. <laughs> Veronica Bonnet will be on Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. Amen. Amen. So we're excited about that adoration. Uh, um, broadcast with Louis McElwain. Evangelist Louis McElwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful uh, is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. This is a broadcast that's geared toward the young people. Our three, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk. Amen. It's in one mm-hmm. of the newest broadcasts. Amen. With a bunch of men um, that uh, I'm excited about, man. they some awesome brothers. Mm-hmm. Amen. You got to check mm-hmm. us out. Okay. Uh, and um, um, that's it. I just got missed my place. Marriage Takeover, which is also dealing with marriages, amen, is every third Sunday at 7 p.m. And we do have a weekly prayer called Midday Glory Prayer. It's every Wednesday, amen. This is a free conference call. It's by, done by Reverend Gwen Dixon. The telephone number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. As always, check us out on whenchristenspeak.com. There's a lot of information about us, about the different hosts. Amen. We do have a, a donation page. If you desire to sow a seed to minister, the ministry will give a gift. You can do so by going to that particular page. Um, donate now. Amen. Um, everything is done through PayPal. We are listed as a 501c3 company. Amen. And we get through these things. The broadcast and everything is provided by your donation. So we appreciate whatever help that you do. Amen. Um, if you have a desire to get in contact, there's a lot of information. If you have a desire to get in contact with me, you can get in contact with me through social media on When Christians Speak, or you can go to WhenChristianSpeak at gmail.com. Amen. And send me a message. Uh, please, please, uh, don't forget get the information that uh, Maya has given out. Amen. That's it's 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 important that you check her out. And let me see that I have it again. Um, I want to. Uh, here we go. Uh, yes, her Facebook book is Maya, the Love Expert, and she has a website called Maya Figaro slash. I know I'm messing this up. Clock.com. But anyway, everything is posted on a on a. a a social media site and everything. And if you want, get in contact with this young lady, man. You know, don't care where you are in your relationships, <laughs> uh, marriage, or maybe you have got recently gone through a divorce or about to go through a divorce. Get in contact mm. with her. Um, tap into the information and the things that God has given me. I promise you that you will be blessed. Amen. So with that being mm-hmm. said, y'all, y'all have again, everyone have a blessed, blessed right there. We can be safe out there and know that God loves you. I love you. You can't do a thing about it. <laughs> uh, this is Reverend Ray, amen, with Maya and Veronica. God bless both of y'all. Y'all have a good one. Amen. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.